Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello, I hope you're having a great week. We are enjoying our summer here in Romania. I think the warm weather is finally here to stay. It is hot today. We had a lot of rain for the last month and it is very nice to once again see the sun. For many weeks now, we have looked at the Christian life. Last week, we looked at faith in life. This week, I would like to look at part two. Faith is a large topic in the Bible, and I believe God would have us look at it just a little bit more. Last week, we looked at faith in general and how every person will put their faith in something or someone in life. Today, I want to look at Abraham as an example of having faith in God and his word. As a child of God, we need to learn to have faith in God and trust in Him, because without faith, we cannot please Him. In Romans chapter 4, we read about Abraham's faith in God. Let's look at four different things about his faith. Let's read Romans chapter 4, verses 18 through 21. This is speaking about Abraham, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about an hundred years years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. The first thing I see here about Abraham's faith is he did not require a logical explanation. He didn't try to figure out how God could do it. He just believed God. You can't figure out how God could save you from your sin. You just have to believe what God said. The salvation of our soul is simple. It is simply putting our faith and trust in what Jesus Christ did on the cross for you. He has paid for your sins on the cross. We have to come to him in faith, believing he is the Son of God who suffered on the cross, was buried, and then rose from the grave three days later to pay for our sins. Again, Abraham did not need a logical explanation of how God was going to make him a father of many nations. He just believed God. If you do not know your sins are forgiven today, then I would encourage you to come before God with simple faith, believing He can wash all your sins away. Let's read what the rest of Romans chapter 4 tells us about this. Romans chapter 4, verses 22 through 25. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. 
Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who is delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Abraham believed God and it was counted for righteousness. We must come to God in faith, believing that Jesus Christ has paid for our sins. And then look what the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Jesus Christ has paid for your sins. We must come to him in faith. And Abraham, he did not require a logical explanation. He just believed God. The second thing about Abraham's faith is he finally admitted that he could do nothing. Let's read Romans chapter 4 verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Earlier, he took matters into his own hands and took his handmaid, Hagar. She had a son. This was not God's plan. God wanted Sarah, his wife, to have a child. Abraham then decided that he must trust in God. There was nothing Abraham could do in this situation, so he trusted God. Sometimes in life, there is nothing you can do to help a situation. If you are saved, a child of God, you must trust that God will see you through life. Many times, it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do. Those are the times we must have great faith in God. Let's read Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And then Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. If you are not a child of God, you need to understand that you can't get yourself to heaven. Your good works, going to church, giving money, and praying will not wash your sin away. You need to admit you're a sinner in need of a Savior and trust only in Jesus Christ to wash your sins away. Let's read about this in the book of Romans chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. And then verse 22 and 23. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So Abraham, he did not require a logical explanation. He just believed God. 
The third thing I see about Abraham's faith is he did not stagger or stumble at the promise of God. People who stagger or stumble with salvation or have doubt that God saved them can't believe that God really did it all. You must trust that God did it. You must stand strong on the salvation God has and will freely give you. You need to be firmly planted and not tossed to and fro. You will have no peace in your soul if you are not firm in your belief. God has forgiven and saved you. Let's read two passages from the Bible that tell us about this. First, James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind, and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways." And then Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 and 15, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head even Christ. So Abraham did not stumble in his faith toward God. Abraham stood strong in his faith toward God and believed the promises of God. Last today, Abraham was fully persuaded in his faith towards God. Some people are not persuaded or doubt their salvation because their performance does not match up to their expectations. They base their assurance on how much they've changed or other things. Salvation has nothing to do with our performance, works, or how much we've changed. Our assurance of salvation comes from the Word of God. You must meet God's standard of salvation, which is faith in the finished work of the cross. Let's read what the Apostle Paul said about this in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 32 through 39. This is a fantastic passage from the Bible that shows us nothing will separate us from the love of God. Romans chapter 8, verses 32 through 39. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Paul was persuaded. He said, for I am persuaded. Are you persuaded? Are you sure in your faith towards God? Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I know that God has saved me. I know that God has forgiven my sins. I believe that. I am persuaded of that. And I have great assurance because of that. I hope you have that kind of assurance of salvation today. Abraham did not require a logical explanation. He admitted he could do nothing. He did not stumble in his faith. And he was fully persuaded in his faith towards God. Abraham is a great example of having great faith towards God. I hope we can have that kind of faith in our walk with Christ. If you are not sure your sins are forgiven, then please call on Jesus Christ to save you today, trusting He alone can save you. If you know your sins are forgiven and you are a child of God, then stand firm in your faith in God, having faith He will be with you. Thank you for listening today, and I hope God will increase your faith this week.